in case. Um, other rounds may want one or two. I'm, I'm, I'm using one, but. I mean, do you want? I mean, do you have any other mice? I'll, I'll, I'll give you a spare one. Okay. Yeah, no worries, man. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You must be Josu. Yeah. How are you, man? Pretty good, thank you. Good. Uh, what's your name? My name is Binyam. Binyam, nice to meet you. Likewise. Happy um, Friday. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Pretty <laughs> Is this the start of your day? Uh, yeah. You're doing pretty good if it's the start of your day. Sorry? You're doing pretty good if it's the start of your day. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's not like 8 o'clock or 6 o'clock in the morning on a Friday morning, so <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah. It's like closer to noon here. Yeah. What about you? Is that your start of the day? Um, no. I started uh, maybe a couple hours ago. Oh. Which is still friendly, I mean. Yeah. 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 How is it so far? Uh, so far, it's a little slower, but slower. it's early in the day. Yeah. Early in the day still. That's good. Josie, where are you from? Uh, from Congo. Where? Congo. Congo? Yeah. Nice. Where about you? Uh, Ethiopia. Ethiopia? Oh, nice. Just down the street from you. <laughs> but do you guys speak Arabic, right? No. No? I speak Amharic. Sorry? Amharic. Amharic? Yeah. Where is that? I've never heard of it. From Ethiopia. So Arabic is like in Arab countries um, like Egypt or yeah. um, Morocco. Yeah, like for those northern um, African nations, yeah. are more the Ar Arab-speaking ones. Although I'm sure there's some Ethiopians who can also speak um, uh, Arabic, but I've never learned Arabic. No. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like one of my friends, uh, he's from Ethiopia. Yes. But he speaks Arabic. I believe it, because sometimes they move to like, refugee camps where there's a whole bunch of cultures moving in there, and so they learn to be multilingual sometimes. Language is not my strong point, though. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah. What's the language you speak? Uh, French. French? Yeah. Now, the French that you speak, is it similar or closer to the Quebec French or the France French? Uh, French French. Because, yeah. like, sometimes, like, I mean, not all, like, Quebec people, like, when they speak French, like, we can understand. Yeah. So we can still understand, but it's just, like, the... What's that called? Accent? Uh, accent, yeah. yeah. They have a really strong accent. I see, yeah. I see, gotcha. How long has Canada been home for you? Uh, five years now. Five years? Yeah. How are you liking the move here? Uh, I mean, it's pretty good. Yes. And especially like about uh, job and stuff, so it's really good. Yeah. So you can still go in, I mean, be like in high school and yeah. then you work. Yeah. But like in my country, you can't, yeah. But the only thing that I don't like here is winter. Winter is yeah. difficult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, Especially like in my first two years. Yeah. Like that was really hard. Yeah. But like now I'm used to it. I see. Yeah. So you're still in high school? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm in college. You're in college. Yeah. What like I left high school like two years ago. Two years ago, gotcha. Yeah. Now, um, something to remember, just by way of contrast. I always like contrast. And I've been here a long time. I, I moved here when I was eight years old. Oh, wow. So I've been here a long time. Yeah. And I've experienced a lot of very extreme web, uh, types of weather, including winter. Yeah. Um, most of my experiences have been outside in the cold or outside in the heat, you know? Yeah. Um, and so why I reflect on that is because now I have an inside job, which I really enjoy, especially in the extreme weathers, right? Yeah. I can turn on the heater or turn on the cooler if I, if, if I need to, the air conditioning. But... It always reminds me of when I was outside, and that's where my job was, outside, facing yeah. all that, right? Yeah. So remember the next time you're thinking, oh, this is really terrible, at least you don't have to be outside in a long period of time, right? Yeah. You just have to walk to the bus stop, maybe, or you have to like just walk outside for a few moments or something. Yeah. But at least you get to be inside, right? Yeah. Unless you have a job that's outside, and then it's like, oh, this time. <laughs> just by way of contrast, I'll throw that out there. Yeah. Because I, um, I used to do like... I don't know if you know the association. So it's called like Kennedy Cancer Society. Okay. Yeah, so like that was like door to door. Like that was uh, my second job. Okay. So like that was really hard, especially like in winter. Yeah. So even though like we were like, you know, hot stuff, sure. but like that was still like really difficult. Yeah. yeah. But and then after that, you know, like I found a pretty good job, like yeah. inside job. And that was really cool too. Cool. But I left that because, you know, when I started school, yeah. so like my school schedule couldn't match with you know, I see. Yeah. It didn't play well. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Oh, by the way, do you know like any places like they are hiring people? Um, not offhand. What kind of work are you looking for, though? Um, any type, like just an inside job, not outside. Do you have a vehicle? Um, no. Do you prefer to work more with your hands or with your um, with your mind? Uh, so I wish to like both. Yeah, both hands. Yeah. Okay. You know what I did when I was young, what? or younger, <laughs> and I made mean, it right into my twenties and thirties too. Um, I I delivered papers. Okay. Why I suggest that is. Um, you don't need a vehicle. Okay. You can increase as many papers as you want in your neighborhood area, so you don't have to go too far away from your neighborhood. Um, and the way that it made sense to me, I like being able, like, I'm a hard worker. So I, I didn't want to say, have someone say, you're only worth this much, so I'll only pay this much an hour. I wanted to work as hard as I can and do, like, as much as I want. So the more you're able to deliver, maybe, the, the more you can pay yourself, in essence. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I did for years, for years. And why I liked it is because it gave me time to do my own schedule. So I got the papers done or whatever, but while I'm doing the work, this is, I was talking to someone about, about this earlier. I call it like a no-brainer job because you could just do it without thinking about it. Yeah. But while you're doing it, you can like, I don't know, listen to audiobooks or podcasts or continue to like pursue things that you're interested in um, by way of thinking. So there's the physical work yeah. and also your mental work as well. I like those kind of jobs where um, I don't have to focus necessarily on the job because I can still do the job without thinking about it mm-hmm. and then still be able to feed, feed my mind, which is important for me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one idea that I'll throw out there that might be accessible. Yeah, because like, I also like started like doing like podcasts. Yes. Yeah, and so far is is good, yeah. but like, just like my school is gonna you know take me more time. Tell me what you're studying here. Yeah. Uh, architecture. Architecture. Yeah. So it's very you need your mind there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you want to be in our, uh, in architecture? So like to be honest, like I took that program because of like my dad and stuff. Yeah. So like what I wanna do is uh, art. Yeah. And uh, fashion design, but like my dad, he wasn't okay with that. He was like, I'm not gonna make a living with that in the future and stuff. Yeah. So he told me like to choose between like architecture, medicine, and uh, study uh, for law. Yeah. So I was like, well, as I'm also like good in uh, drawing, yeah. so I might maybe like go for architecture. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna give you some tough considerations. Yeah. Because I understand your settings, I've also been there before. Um, sometimes, especially from our culture, yeah. we grew up feeling that we have a sense of responsibility to fulfill the desires of our parents because they know better, right? And so, in essence, in some way, we are saying well, we feel that they have the rights to, to, to dictate how our life goes. So I understand that background. Yeah. But you're a whole unique individual, apart from your parents. They brought you into being. The biggest thing that they brought you into being for is to help you grow to be independent, not to be dependent on them, right? Especially in the choices that I let you have in life. The toughest part, I would say, for you presently may be how to be able to honor your parents, but choose a pathway which you feel strikes your purpose. The only way that you know how, right? It's it's a tough thing when someone doesn't understand you the way you don't understand yourself. You'll say, this is what I'm supposed to be doing in life. And so a lot of individuals have committed to doing the wishes of someone else, especially their parents or family, you know, the expectations. And as they do that, they go into a pathway in life that never really resonates. And so they live a life less fulfilling because of someone else's dreams or ambitions. You know what I'm saying? But there is a way to be able to, I think, still honor those who have made a significant investment in you while you say, but I'm my own person and I value where I think I need to go. The tough part about this is that means you may lose support. Support by way of financial or you know maybe a home to stay in. It may mean that you're actually having to start making some own, some very difficult decisions of, of okay, I, I may have to move out on my own, become really independent, work really hard. Now it's not going to be easy anymore, but is it worth it for you pursuing what you want to do in life? It's one of the hardest things I would say. So my challenge to you would be, what would it look like for you to think about, okay, 
here is me trying to figure out my way in the future with what I know I'm supposed to be doing. How can I communicate that to your dad, for example? You're a grown man now, just like he is. There's, like, in essence, when I'm a dad and I have a kid like as old as you, I want it to be the kind of dynamic where I encourage my kids to say, hey, you have everything you need to make your own decisions. I'm not going to tell you what to do, in essence, right? Some parents have trouble doing that. And so just to be able to say, Dad, I want to honor you and respect you for what you've done in my life. But I think I need to be doing this. It may mean that we're going to part ways because you don't agree, but I need to do what's right. The the way that things process is you're the one responsible for your own actions. You can't say, my dad told me, so I have to do this, right? And so if that's the case, um, in time, they're going to come back. And they're going to come back with a, a new appreciation and respect for your independence. Why? Because you're sort of setting your pathway and trying to figure out what you want to do. And it's not aligning with anyone else, including your parents. Let me just pause there and see how you respond to that. Give me some pushback or some, some hmm, I'm not sure how this will work. Uh, it, it's a tough counsel. Yeah. And it's just the perspective that I have, again, because I think I have a lot of similarities to you and upbringing and expectations. I had to walk through this very difficult process and it took some time too. But yeah, feel free to like push back and say, I'm not sure I agree because it's just a suggestion that I'm throwing your way. Yeah, yeah I, think you, I think you're right because like, at the end, like at the end of the day, like, uh, you know, like it's my life and that's my future. Yeah. And maybe, yeah, for sure, like if I finish like architecture and stuff, maybe I'm not gonna be happy, you know, in the future, like doing that job. Yeah. Yeah, because like the, the main thing is to like to be happy and you know, like doing what yeah. you like to do in life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, because like, you know, the thing is like, when I used to kind of like stand up like against that yes so like the the moods didn't go well i know yeah so I like know. but here's the thing we've been beaten down to respond by way of submitting that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to love your parents we've always been taught to do that right but there comes a certain point in which you now are an adult responsible for your decisions if you do something wrong your dad can't say i'll go to jail for you you're the one who's responsible you know what i'm saying so along those lines, what could it look like for you to establish both end? And both end means that you may have to experience a season where you are cut off, right? Where you're cut off with those that you've made a huge investment. And it might feel like you're actually disappointing them and like turning your back on them. Whereas I think it's important to keep very clearly in mind, okay, this is my life that I want to make sure it's on the right track according to me. How can I do that while still honoring my parents in my mind? Even though they may turn their back on me or like shut me down, what would it look like for you to walk in your own power as a man? You're a grown man now. You're going to make your own decisions. You can't rely on your parents to make all your decisions for you. You're not going to wait for them to say, here's your future wife now. You marry her even if you don't care for her, right? Here's your future career. What, what, what you're going to do. Here's how you're going to think. You're your own man now. You've got your own convictions. So walk fully in those convictions with, with honoring those around you, including your parents. And then in time, with that consistency where you say they may not understand what I'm doing right now, but you're continuing to keep true to where you are preparing for in the future. So architecture, man, yeah, it might be a prestigious job according to society or being a doctor. I know what that's like. But do you know what the reality is? There are so many in those positions who have done the wishes of their parents and they couldn't give a rip about what people think because it doesn't fit what's in their heart. If we're doing things just to try and look good for the outside, guess what we're doing? We're living for other people. Our parents are saying we want someone successful in our family by way of these careers that's the wrong um, choice and for the wrong purpose the wrong choice is not to do things to try and please people outside of you for like respect or like accolades the, the right thing is to do to, to do is to choose something that you're saying i don't care what people think they may appreciate it or not but i know i'm doing the right thing does that make sense that's a really big challenge i'm just posing for you to consider because at the end of the day, when you finish your, your, your architecture career and you go into what you think your parents are supposed to be doing and you have a life and you get stuck in this uh, zone that never reflected for you, you'll have more resentment towards those who pushed you this way. You don't want that. You don't want resentment saying, oh, I should have done my own thing, right? Choose your own decision now while you're young and you're young right now. You're young right now. You've got years before you. Set out your own course. There's so many more opportunities in the world today, especially with the encouragement of saying, you get to choose what really resonates with you.
So, it's, it's a tough one because you're the one who's going to have to be a man and sit down with your parent, with your dad. That's going to be intimidating. But looking at your dad in the face with full respect saying, Dad, I know this is the path you've chosen that you think is best for me, but I feel like I'm able to make my own decisions right now. You may disagree with me, but I'm going to go this path. I understand if we, you, you feel we have to break because I'm doing my own thing, but he can't actually control you anymore. He can't make you say, believe this, because yeah. you, you have your own beliefs now. Because you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You weren't expecting this. Yeah. You weren't expecting this, but I. <laughs> but again, I just pose that to you because it's better to have someone. You don't know me, but here's me just listening to your story a little bit and saying, here's what could be if you feel that this is something that resonates and it's worthwhile. I and I can say I've been there because I, I resonate with that upbringing and that expectation. With me and my dad now, we're good. He's learned to be able to leave me in my space now because I've had to help him understand, no, uh, I love you, I, I care for you, I respect you, but I'm not on your schedule. Your definition of success does not match mine. I have my area that I want to devote myself to by way of making sure that I'm in a good place, that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. It's a really enriching thing, uh, experience when you get to that place, but it takes hard work. And as you're going through this process of facing down your death, you grow as a man your own confidence and then when others come along and say no to you you're like that's what you think but I'm going to do my own thing so you got it I'll tell you what I'll leave you my card I'll leave you my card by way of you'll um, have some of my contact information if you're along your way and saying hey you might not remember me, but I'm, I'm that guy who we had this conversation in Uber. Um, send me a note or something along the way, and I'll see if I, if I can encourage you. Because sometimes it's nice to have some encouragement on the sidelines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me ask you another question. One of the things I do when I don't drive my Uber, I love encouraging and inspiring other people. I've got lots of work that I do on the internet by way of videos where I uh, show people how I communicate, how I value my priorities in life, that kind of thing. Once in a while, I come across conversations like this, I'm like, oh, this would be really, really meaningful for others who are in your experience to hear, you know, because they're like, oh, man, I feel like I'm alone in this zone and I have to be a lot compelled. So my question that I want to ask you is, would you feel comfortable if I were to share our conversation with my followers? And before you answer, I would love for you to say no if you don't feel comfortable with that, because I do value the no answer, too. I know answer is your way of saying um, I like my privacy and I want to honor that too. If that's something you're like, maybe not. But that's my request I'd like to ask of you if you feel comfortable with that. Yeah, for sure, 100%. Because like that, that's also like something, um, like I, I was also like planning like to deeply like, you know, talk about like in my podcast. Absolutely. And because uh, I know like out there, there's some people who also, you know, going through like the same experience. Absolutely. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm going to get you to sign off on a consent form, okay. just the legal way of saying, hey, I'm okay with Binium using my image, my voice for this purpose, if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, just a couple more minutes on our ride. Well, pass this back. The pen is up top there. Have a look at that right there and see if it all jives out for you. And like I say, I'll give you my card as well so you can follow up and see, like, okay, here's what he does. And mm-hmm. Right there. While you're doing that, I'll find you an extra mask here so that you can reset for your day because it's one of those things that we're still... Yeah, you are. You're welcome. So like, why should I say like um, the first line? Oh, that, that's just your name. I. My name? Okay. Yeah, I Josu. And 
Is that possible, like, yeah. to, to not do, like, a video? To not do a video? Yeah. Just but, audio? But you, yeah. Okay, just write on the audio only. For sure. Uh, after my name? Um, on the side right here. I do want to honor your privacy. And feel free to say no to you if you're like, yeah, I'm not sure about this whole thing too. I don't know. The priority is not like better that we can help others with, but more even our time with together, you know. When you um, check out my content, I'll probably suggest um, Josu check my content out, see like how it helps you or benefits you. And I have my website there as well too. I love like creating this kind of community where I can encourage others along the way too. So um, if you, yeah, it'd be a great way to reconnect again. But I'd like to make sure you don't feel like you're on your own when you're like on this essentially scary pathway. Nice to meet you, bro. Yeah, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. Hope to see you again or hear from you along the way. <laughs> oh, I... Yes. Um... Uh, how can I... Like, is that... Like, good? Like, I give you a number and, like, uh, if I need a ride, I just call you instead of doing... Oh, I see. Um, so, on the app... Let me just get out of this guy's right here. Um... On the app, well, what you can do, when, like when I finish the trip here, like this, when you give me a, a rating, if you only give me five stars, yeah. then it'll give you an option that needs to say favorite driver. Click oh, on that, okay. and you can pre-book me again in the future. Does that make sense? Yeah, can you just show me? Yeah, absolutely, for sure. So, we'll go to our previous rides here. The trips. So here's the one you just had with me. Yeah. So I'll go here and say, okay, I'll so I'm going to give you five stars by light like this.
look over there. relatively new feature and to be like that feature right there. It was called the favorite driver feature. I'm not trying to get there now. That's okay. Um, let me, yeah, on my card here, so I've got my email on here. Okay. That's my email right there. So um, the thing, I, I mean, I could, you gave my number, but if you're calling me for a ride, I can be anywhere in the city, anywhere in the city, you know what I'm saying? So if you call me like on like way over in one corner, to go off the clock and come all the way to you, and be a, a bit more, I'm not sure if you're okay with that dynamic. It's just that dynamic, but I'll, I'll definitely write, write, write my number down. And when uh, you do uh, call, maybe before you call, text me. Okay. Text me just in case I'm with a rider, right? Because oh, if yeah. I'm with a rider, then I want to take the call. Yeah. Come back here. Uh, I just had to choose black for my background, but okay. I'll write 306-202-8224. So that's me right there, and you'll still be able to see that there. Okay. But man, that... Favorite driver feature isn't quite kicking in. I have to find out what's going on there. Okay, thank you. Nice to meet you, bro. Yeah, nice to meet you. Okay, too. see you again soon. Yeah. Take care. I will. Same here. I guess Same here, yeah. People ongoing, and so I feel like I'm well served. Right. And yet, even now, as an Uber driver, I attract with people who are in and out. Here's right. the thing. I think we might subscribe to some things whereby we think, if I attended this event, then yeah. I'll get something, as yeah. opposed to who you meet, you know? Right. right. It's almost like we displace the real essence of the opportunity. Right. Absolutely. Or so it seems. Right. Well, I think, so, yeah. Right. For me, right. like, I'm... I grew up in the country, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I hated like the, I shouldn't say hate, but yeah, I, I, I really didn't resonate. click with the, the cowboy, um, big trucks, uh, persona, persona. no, yeah. and, and it wasn't because like these days I like big trucks and that's because of functionality, Right. <laughs> but those days I didn't and yeah. that was because of ego driven, sure just like yeah. trophy truck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like in that way. Yeah not really connected to the stampede but right it'd be i don't know every experience is a different experience i, I guess mean, li right live music we've never yeah. had a bad time that's true so it, yeah live music? music and a rodeo is interesting i don't think the rodeo would be that fun i lived down south when i was a kid though right so you it's something i some went to when i was a child and could be kind of fun to relive see again like for me it's always an excuse to be around people. like this job yeah. for me it's an excuse to meet people along the way you know um same thing i think that we kind of strive for in these events uh -huh. is like who are we going to meet is it going to be a good time you know 
and that's like that point of connection that we're looking for. You're saying, Mal, yeah. Because yeah. um, there's people who attend them year in year out. There's people who go to conferences year in year out, thinking that they're going to get that something that they're missing, right? Mm-hmm. And at the very heart of it, I'd say the thing that they may be looking for is first of all inside themselves and the way they think about themselves. Because mm-hmm. when you come to like I have, I get together uh, on a regular with a group of friends, and the guy who usually hosts it. Uh, back in the early days, he was just really concerned. Who's going to show up? Who's not? And I said, mm-hmm. it honestly doesn't matter because mm-hmm. whoever's going to be there, if it's a small group or a large group, that wasn't the point. The point was, are we going to have an amazing connection while we're together? Mm-hmm. And so part of that entails that when you're coming to an event, you're like, I already know what I'm bringing to it and what my expectations are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there might be people who jive with you or not, you know, but mm-hmm. the real point is, how can you like sort of be a part of that experience that carries on instead of saying, for example, some events are so huge uh, because of the experience you had, mm-hmm. and then you come back to that event with the same expectation, mm-hmm. you might not be there. You, know? you can never expect the same thing, yeah. It's you. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Can't recreate. So I'm from up the street uh, from Vancouver from you guys in Kamloops. Oh, oh sweet. So we actually live in Squamish. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just sweet, man. Same area. Yeah. Kamloops. What brought you this way? My grad studies some 14 years ago. Cool. 14. Fourteen years. Fourteen. Ago, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and you then just look young. <laughs> <laughs> I do look very young. I know. I I throw a lot of people off. Yeah. And then I spent a few years in Saskatchewan before saying I kind of like Calgary, um, so I came back here. What were your grad Sweet. studies? Uh, my grad studies been theology. Theology. Study of religion. Theology. Yes, yeah. and convictions. I'm fascinated by that. Oh, Amazing. Well, Gabe has been dying to learn about Ismaili because we're here for an Ismaili. Okay. Ismaili. Ismaili. I said it wrong. <laughs> Said it like it's written. That's alright. Smiley wedding. <laughs> are you are you religious? No. Right. No. I, so that's I that's interesting too because it's like Same people that study religion yeah, are often probably church. often not religious. See, I was religious. Okay. But I think part of my you, even even when I was religious once upon a time, um, I was intrigued still by different perspectives. Okay. And the thing that I think captured my interest was how. There are some strongly held convictions, if you will, mm-hmm. or perspectives or ideals that people hold, mm-hmm. and how those evolve, especially in the landscape of such diversity. Mm-hmm. And then how together, like we sort of still strive for something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there are similarities, yes, and there's differences. But like there, there's two things I learned when I moved to Canada. Um, we don't talk about politics or religion, right? Mm-hmm. And well, I've sort of rolled yeah. my sleeve and said. <laughs> yeah, and I, so I'm intrigued by that dynamic, um, and I think it, there's a way that you can still engage. Because here's the thing, we were talking about you know good times earlier. I think the good times you really had when you are able to experience some level of intimacy, vulnerability, connection with someone where they see you for who you truly are, and you're able to see it into them, right? And that involves like that sense of voluntarily giving up bits about yourself over time and saying, I'm going to trust you with this little bit, this little bit. And the more a person can grow mm-hmm. trust in another person that way, the more you're able to say, okay, I know you much better. For example, you guys know way more about each other than I know about you guys, right? Because you've invested that way by way of trust and voluntary. I'm going to give you a chance on this one here, right? But when it comes to like those deeply held things, it seems from my observation in this culture here over time, I think people maybe take their deeply held as personal, saying, if you speak against this, then I'm almost going to take this personally. Mm-hmm. And hence why we just have those kind of caveats. Super say, unfortunate. Stay away from this uh, mm-hmm. topic. Again, just because we haven't had practice in engaging it, um, I think it is unnecessary and it could be a better experience if we learn some appropriate sort of prerequisites along the way. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I, I may be a little bit biased. I were, um, no, that's very true. Well, I think religion is also just are, seeking yeah. connection, human connection as well. A lot of, a lot of it, yeah. I mean, and understanding of like, like order, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's super interesting. That that book that we're listening right to right now, babe. What is it? It's called uh, Inner Engineering by Sadhguru. And he just, there's one line that he says, often people come out of, like he noticed as a young man, like people often come out of restaurants with a bigger smile on their face than they do coming out of uh, temples. And he's like, <laughs> he was just questioning, he's questioning, like, you know, his whole family was very religious. I can't remember yeah. what, um, what, but um, 
but he was just like I didn't I didn't go into the temple because of that like he didn't understand it entirely yeah he's just like I guess he's a I don't haven't really done enough research on the man to know but I think he's more of like a yogi than a than a yeah, he's a he's a he's a guru. He's not a he's not a, a spiritual leader, right? So yeah, that it's interesting, that especially when a person espouses a certain set of ideals, and I know I, I'm part of this camp. When they espouse a certain set of convictions that they don't actually live up to, and so they present this front, but at the very heart, there's something totally different, mm. and so they almost feel like they're compelled to say this because of the community or because of the pressure that they have to, you know, like put out to survive maybe in their social circles whereas their perspective is wholly different and I think in most religions there is a it's rampant with this kind of dichotomy mm-hmm. where people don't really feel like they can truly be who they are mm-hmm. and say what they really feel even though they know what the right answers according to their faith are or their pers- uh, religious right. persuasions are right. and right. so what does it take to be able to even have conversations in those communities mm-hmm. to say how can we give each other space to ask these questions even while we subscribe to these ideals that right. we may not right. understand but a lot of people, I think, maybe don't even recognize those things, and like, these are their studies, uh, and so it becomes like their persona and stuff, but not necessarily them, right? Or their truth, or their truth, yeah. Like, and then for those who know them closely, whether it's their kids or their partners or their family members, yeah. who are able to see between the cracks, that sows more disillusionment, right? That sows more cynicism and saying, "You're saying this, but I can't really take you for a while how you're." Um, so they can pull something off in general, mm-hmm. but when it comes to the very heart of it, I guess this is even like this um, author you're talking about saying, hey, this guy, he seems to have this perception of his status, you know, as a spiritual leader, but it's not compelling because he only goes so far, right? He's saying some things, but it doesn't quite match up or add up in essence. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where I'm, um, I think part of my investment in the work that I do is what does it look like to create those safe places to say um, you're not a write-off because you may have some deviations that that you know you feel guilty about right. or whatever but to actually help affirm that your fumbles in life trying to figure things out and put things together um, don't define your worth yeah. that's already there from the get-go but what does it look like for you to actually step into that and have those conversations with your community do you have like a podcast or anything because i feel like you should uh, <laughs> i have a few that i just started so even really there, yeah did you a few what? more than one tell us well, tell us tell like, us we're gonna listen where i put my, my okay word. um my podcasts aren't there but uh if you uh let me see here hmm how can i give you see i only have a few um how do you find that just write it down. Okay, I'll write it down for you. Yeah, for sure. No, we'll write it down. I can Tell text, us. I we'll can text, text it, we just to, you, text it to you, Okay, other. that sounds good. You got my handles there, so that's probably a good way to start. Those are where I place most of my videos and my ideas of what yeah, could be. Love yeah. It. And then, um, yeah, the podcasts are a fairly recent venture in the last couple of months. Where cool. Um, Amazing. I have one with friends that I have, like a group of my guy friends. I say, hey, can we model for my audience what it could look like? as far as male friendship, masculine friendships that are worthwhile. Worthwhile because we're intentional about how to perceive forward and growing in all areas that are not traditionally masculine. Like the grown, you know, uh, the the kind of, how do we as guys process um, these necessary components exactly? Yeah. Mm. And so I I like modeling what that looks like. I guess, uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting, like, there's so many different aspects to that, right? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. It's like guys working in the trades in the tar sands might yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, be, you know, conversate a lot differently than uh, <laughs> guys that work in a brewery or, and yet, you know, it's how like... How to make it prescriptive saying you should be this, but how to at least give some outlines of here's what's helpful if you have this in there, you know? Here's how to access those zones that remind you of your humanity even in the midst of your masculinity so you're not like you know trying to play a certain downplay a certain element that is really helpful for your growth mm. yeah mm-hmm. cool yeah. amazing lovely to meet you both yeah. super nice to meet you yeah it's a very meaningful few minutes i'll throw you um i love your freckles by the way oh, thanks. 
face. Yeah, I've got a big one, but no, no one will notice. <laughs> one it. single freckle? Exactly, it just covers my whole body. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna throw you. <laughs> I'm gonna throw you. Uh, one one of the things I love doing is featuring conversations like this for my platform. I never do it unless I have permission, though. And so I want to encourage you guys to say a hell no if you're like, eh, especially about your privacy. Would you mind if I were to feature maybe this conversation with you? Absolutely. You're, you're okay with that? Sure. Oh, look, you have to sign off on this. Um, this <laughs> cool, I love that. Um, That's so cool. Depends on topic. But, uh, but you'll see the kind of content. Oh, yeah, hand, I just noticed should, that. Should we both yeah, sign the same, the same one. piece Great. of paper? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, is that an engagement ring? Yes, we're getting married When? September. This, this that's September. coming up, and you're like this yeah. chill. <laughs> well, we we're on vacation. On vacation. <laughs> <laughs> we need it because life's I'm, been crazy. I believe you. I believe you. That's amazing. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you so much. May I have a closer look? There's of a few course. different stones on there. Yeah, Gabe put sapphire in. That's what the blue ones are. Yeah. I did not have my he stones. It sapphire and then a diamond there. Yeah. That's really cool. Thank you so much. Was it a surprise? Yeah, I mean we've been together for a long time, but it did just kind of come out of nowhere. The ring, everything, yeah. the engagement, we weren't talking about it. Either. Oh, and then he sprung it on you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty stellar. I like it that. Was. September. Yeah. It's okay. Um, I'm not going to go into a new subject because that's just another deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> we need Which another I, ride for that. Uh, perhaps. Hey, so. wait, we're here for a few days. How do we? Is it possible to contact my Uber driver? So um, apparently there's Not a new really. feature that they have put on the app uh, whereby you can if ask. I get a five star rating, then yeah. it'll give you an option for a favorite driver. And if you oh. plug me in in one of those, then um, you can pre-book me. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's the dynamic that they have set there that well, well, if you're working in an hour and a half, you'll get to see us in full <laughs> Indian outfits. Oh my goodness, that you is amazing. Do you want to sign, sign on the five? There's that one in the middle. Can you review him and make him our favorite? Absolutely. Driver? Am I your parents? Did you end the ride, no, Binyam? No, just beside him. Oh, I, I did, did end the ride. Sweet. Yes. What, just do another one right here? Right beside his, yeah. Fantastic. Sweet. Oh, just the ones that is good there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, dear. Signed three times. <laughs> um, Gabriel and Melanie. I feel like writing a note at the bottom. Send me a text if you use this. Like, I want to know where to oh, find it. I've got to keep in my car. So, yeah. on the back there, you'll see my handle. So, we follow on him on okay, Instagram or YouTube. We need to get TikTok. We're old. Instagram, now. it'll uh, follow on, on there. TikTok's okay. my main one, but the Instagram will, will uh, mimic the content. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah. still post your TikToks, cool. right? Yeah. Did you do it? Did you figure out how yeah. to do it? Because he can show you. What? Do what? Adam is a favorite driver. Oh. No, I just five starred him. Oh, okay. So go then to Uber. Is it too late? Okay. Oops. That's okay. No worries. Uh, the trips right in right over yonder. Good. See? And then. Okay. Um, that's okay. Um, let me write my number down. If I'm in the area, then I'll. Okay, yeah. let, me, let me write my number down in your car. Sure. Yeah. And of course, I chose black as my backdrop. It's just going to make it really fantastic. We'll read it in the sunlight. <laughs> It'll be like invisible ink. That's all right. You can still see it there. It's meant to be. We'll find out. Oh, wow. You can still see it. You can still see it. We'll read okay, it that cool. way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. No so, hour and a half, if you want to see us in our full get up. That would be fantastic. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Have a good one. Have an awesome day. Yeah. Appreciate it. Cheers. Okay. Bye. Yeah, it's good to have Last night I got days. somebody too, and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I don't have a mask. And he was like, that's okay. Uh, so people are like less scared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Katie, my name is Binium. Nice to meet you. I pulled up uh, at this spot there, and uh, this lady was walking out, so I thought she was you. So I ran out. Okay. I just parked in front of her car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I guess you're done my ride. Yeah. <laughs> happy Friday, by the way. Yeah, happy Friday is right. Are you on your way to work? Um, I just have to go pick up my car, actually. Okay. Um, I went out last night with some work friends, and yeah. I, I wasn't expecting to drink, and I, yeah. I did, so I just Ubered home, and then I was like, I'll go pick up my car in the morning. Like, Fair enough. Yeah. So, it turned out to be uh, a memorable evening. It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, like, partying with my boss, so. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those. You didn't see that coming. No, I did not. 
They were a lot of fun. What do you do for work? I just work at a tanning salon right now. Cool. Um, yeah, so we just had like a little like corporate party with all the other people and yeah. yeah. It almost seems like it's like the catch-up season right now for like Christmas mm-hmm. parties that work like usually puts up. Right? Oh, okay. You know what like I'm they're saying? making up for lost time. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I met a few others who have been having like their little group things oh. with with their coworkers and yeah. companies and stuff. Like, oh, how interesting. No kidding. Yeah. I think maybe they just want to say like, hey, thanks for like sticking around and. Yeah, and, and uh, like you said, like they didn't get to do any anything like that before, so. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't think of that. I'm imagining yours is one of those that got hit with, like, being closed down and stuff, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. three times. It was, yeah, nuts. I don't know how they're still running, honestly, but. Huh. Yeah, definitely well, couldn't take it forward. Here's to hoping it won't go through. <laughs> no uh, kidding, hey? Yeah. I'll tell you something that I've secretly been planning for some time. Okay. Showing up at a tanning salon. Yeah. And asking for a membership. Really? Okay. Just to be silly. Oh, oh, but we actually do memberships. Oh, I know you do. Oh. But how many black people do you usually have coming in? I have had a couple in the past. Oh, have you? Yeah. And they've been serious about it. Yeah. You don't know Yeah. Say. I'm serious. Oh, I know. Oh, this. Okay. <laughs> I know. It sounds silly. Yeah. But no, they're like, oh, I, I do it because I'm like... Uh, have like the winter blues or um, like vitamin D deficient, right? Okay, okay. So yeah, I know. <laughs> you do get like the odd person for sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not the darkest of black people. No, no. Um, and so I know many find it surprising that we even can tan too. Oh, yeah. 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 But whenever I get a chance, like I meet someone who's really, really dark. Okay. I ask them, so, Sean, do you tan? Like, do you have tan lines? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but how much more dark can you get? You're already, like, super dark. And so, yeah. Oh, man. It's one of those points. Yeah, like, yeah. Can, these are conversations I can have that maybe white people can't generally broach their way into. Cause it's like, Ooh. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the questions though, hey? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I've never had a chance to talk to someone in the tanning. Okay. Industry. If you could consider one consistent sort of like, um, I guess, stereotype or uh, observation you see most of your clients, what would that be like that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, definitely that like people are freaked out like oh can or tanning gives you gives you cancer oh i see yeah like uh everyone's you know worried about the uh just yeah skin cancer and stuff from it but i think the biggest stereotype from that is that unless you're like burning your skin um even being out in the sun like if you're if you're burning in the sun or you're burning in a bed um that's when it becomes dangerous um if you're exposed to like controlled levels of UV uh there's no like you're not hitting that danger point um you're just getting a tan (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so like most of your clients don't have that concern just people outside yeah people who don't tan and don't know what goes into it like they don't know about our beds and how much UVA and UVB they have and all the all the little things that go into the beds yeah yeah Um, a couple years now. I've just been doing it through school because yeah. it's a it's a good desk job. You get to sit there and like do your homework some days, kind ah, of thing. Nice. So yeah. I've held on to it for that reason alone. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's so helpful. Yeah, yeah. I like those kind of jobs where you can do both ends, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. I know. It's like right? I, I'm specifically I specifically look for jobs where I can still feed my mind while getting the job done. You really hate? I call it my no-brainer jobs. Okay. No-brainer jobs for me are the kind where I can go on autopilot doing what I'm doing, yeah. but I'm able to like have my mind elsewhere. Oh, I like that. I love that, yeah. Yeah. It's not really a no-brainer job. It's like a no-brainer job that facilitates like brainful activity, right? Yeah, but, but still, like something, yeah, I, I like that. 
studying. First of all, why people are the way they are. I yeah. like learning how to communicate with them, to understand their story, to be able to um, yeah. know how to connect with them, how to be able to make my pitch, if you will, saying here's what could be and here's why it's important and here's why yeah. it's worthwhile doing the hard work necessary to get there, right? So, guys, girls, kids, adults, like a whole range. I really yeah. love oh. that challenge. That is so neat. Like, very interesting to hear that. Thank you. Um, would you do anything as far as, like, counseling or is that too, like, I've been asked often. I've got, like, lots of my friends who are psychologists and they're like, Benny, why yeah. aren't you amongst that kind of thing? Or, yeah. Um, I, I think I would do really well. I have a practice. I think that's probably what I'm primarily doing in an informal way. Totally. Why yeah. I don't do it formally is one of the things I've come to value as non-negotiable for me is that I can have retention of my voice and my conviction. Okay. And so when you enter these fields uh, of psychology, counseling, therapy, all those things, yeah. there's certain things you're signing up for whereby just policy protocols is not pretty much in the there, you know? And so yeah. my awareness of those fields sometimes come across, and for me, I think it would be a lot of times, I hate shaping under like restrictions where I'm told you can't say this, you can't go here, oh, that yeah. kind of so I rather retain my own autonomy yeah. um, and being a free, loose agent uh, to be able to say... Speed and red light camera in 300 meters. Speed limit is 50 kilometers per hour. Speed and red light camera in 200 meters. Speed limit is 50 kilometers per hour. And so I don't ever want to have um, some entity over me that says, here's your parameters and what you're going to be boxed into. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. So I just yeah. never want to take on those in a, in a very formal sense. I just say, hey, I'm going to sort of do my thing. And mm -hmm. um, and based on the merits of what I'm presenting or the credibility that I'm gaining over time, um, mm -hmm. I'd rather that be sort of the mark there. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Just to, like, not take the normal route is, like, really interesting to me. And yeah, I think more people should be like that, honestly. <laughs> mm, it is not an easy thing, because first of all, you have to know yourself well enough to say, okay, here's, for me, it's taken a really long time to get to this point, a really long time to be able to say, okay, yeah. here's, I think, what my skill set uniquely is, finding, like, what one person's good at, yeah. and how to, like, deploy or maximize the benefit of it. No kidding. Um, like, to find your strengths, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It definitely takes a while in life, yeah. It does. So those are some of my ambitious uh, endeavors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And that's why I love what I do here. This, like, yeah. I, I chose to do this job full time. Okay. Um, and even through the pandemic, it was tough. I was like, no, this is still where I want to camp out because when yeah. I even make it, like with my business plans and so on, yeah. I'm still going to be driving for Uber. Not because I need to, but because it still gives me that access point. I can't True. just walk up to a stranger and say, hey, so tell me your deepest, happy secrets. Yeah, I know, right? But in the context of serving someone with some um, some opportunity like this, yeah, it's a fantastic mechanism which I can uh, develop the rapport, yeah, uh, earn the right to use. Like even this conversation, yeah, we do on this conversation. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and yet it's just meaningful. Yeah, it, it really is organic meaningful. and meaningful. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So hence why I commend your your. Um, um, progression and hey, I'm gonna choose this job because it has there's an agenda behind it, right? Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. I get that, and I commend it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Not that you're looking for my affirmation. No, it's been such a pleasure meeting you. My goodness, yeah, good start to the day for sure. Awesome, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, are you going to work today? I am. Okay. Yeah, we don't open till 11, which is really nice. Yeah, um. That's yeah, nice. I just have a little half day today, so yeah, <laughs> short Friday. Which uh, year are you in the progression of your uh, program? I'm in year four. Year four, so your final year? Yeah, okay. final year. Um, I definitely should know by now yeah. what I want to do, but it's just, it's taking me longer, I think, than most. I would say, like, I probably don't buy into the prescriptive element that says I should be doing this or that yeah. because. Uh, here's There's the thing. no should. Well, I think we kind of progress at different um, stages, and yours is a unique one. See, like, for you to find yeah. that thing where you're like, this is what I'm made for, it's, 
it's hard to be able to say to people, here's the game plan for how that comes about. Yeah. It's really a process of, of discovery. Okay. Time, you know thank saying? you. Yeah, thank you for that. And so, like, just giving yourself that space to say, I'm going to, like, go through life and finding my hell yes. What does that hell yes look like for you? Yeah. And even though you're still in the midst of searching for it and trying to find out what that could look like, I think there's something, something to be said for enjoying the uh, the in-between part, the, the, the yeah. process, which is like, hey, yeah. I may not have this quite figured out yet, but that's totally okay, because when I do, it's going to be like, oh, man, I'm glad I waited for it. Totally. And so set the time, um, just going through what's coming in front of you. Yeah, I'm trying to just like, yeah, really um, pinpoint and just like look at what I I naturally find myself doing with my time. And uh-huh. as far as, because um, I don't necessarily think that, um, my job is even going to be really related to sociology. Sure, sure. I just think um, I I got a degree, um, and I could end up anywhere. Honestly, I feel mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, in doing so, something that's really beautiful about that too is that you're the one that kind of, it's a privileged place, but it's fantastic when you can call an outcome yeah. of what you want to experience. Right? Yeah. That's a really cool thing. Instead of like having to be dictated saying here's my only options yeah it's, it's amazing to be able to say actually uh screw like for, for example me like yeah so the pandemic i'm around here somewhere right? yeah i found my car so this is perfect okay. yeah thank yeah. you yeah. <laughs> yeah so along those lines for me it's more like um how do i uh how, how am i able to um still see options that aren't being offered but that yeah. i'm making up it's a fin- it's a magical thing to be able to say um, I'm going to give myself worth mm-hmm. by choosing this expression over here, not what's provided over here. Maybe there's something over here that yeah. I would resonate with. For example, this job is an Uber driver. Yeah. It's an excuse for me to do what I get to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? that's true. And I'm going to take that now outside of this job and establish that so that I'm still the one who's saying, here's what I'm saying yes to and no to instead of someone dictating that to me. True. Privileged position, mind you, because a lot of people don't have um, access to that, especially if they don't know themselves and if yeah. they don't have the economic means to pursue that yeah but what could it look like for you to be in in that place of i'm gonna do my hell yeses yeah. in such a way whereby this is look outside the box a little bit absolutely hey? absolutely yeah yeah thank you for that You're so <laughs> wow <welcome. laughs> that was really nice it was such a pleasure meeting you let me ask you a question yeah you said your preference here yeah let me just turn around here well well okay perfect now, thank this you next, this next thing i'm gonna ask you yeah a bit of a bigger ask but I love for your no if it's not a uh, hell yes, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Okay. And why that's important for me is because I do value a no answer just because it's an honest one too. And it's the one that I okay. want you to be able to make without feeling like, because in our culture we feel like... Oh, give them an answer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, or, yeah, answer the question. One of the things I do when I'm not driving my Uber, yeah. I love being able to share a lot of my experiences because a lot of my followers online are inspired by the way I connect, by the way I... Um, communicate by the way and even the substance of the conversation sometimes yeah so only with permission yeah that's a hell yes do I like proceed if you're open to like me sharing this conversation the video yeah. of this conversation with my followers absolutely would, you would be okay with that yeah would you be willing to like write a uh, consent form for okay. sure awesome yeah okay. I'll do that real quick right now. here this is what that looks like oh thank you right so here. tell me what you do sure um I post a lot of content online here, okay I'm give you my card as well which gives you my handle. Oh, I am like, this does not surprise me. You are like, you have such a good personality that oh, I'm like, thank you. This is right up your street. Like, thank you. I hope you're gaining followers and I people appreciate are into that. It. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. It's um, like, like I say, um, is it, it's not working. Uh-huh. I'll give you another one here. I think I have another one. Is it coming through? No? Oh, now it is. Thank Excellent. you. Okay, good, good. It just needed to wake up this morning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> me too. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I find it's unexpected, the response of those who follow my work, but I've bought into it with more purpose because I see the way it really serves so many around the world Okay. by way of, holy crap, like, I wish I could enjoy this or experience this, and so yeah. um, that's a huge part of what drives my my desire to serve in this way, and so thank you for being a part of that. That's, yeah, of course, my pleasure, oh my gosh. I definitely want to check this out now. Absolutely. Like this is what I'm going to be doing at work now. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a message along the way too. I'd I love would love to. Me too. That would be amazing. Uh, no. 
I'll let you keep uh, focus there. <laughs> yeah, I know. One shot mine. Is a sixteen today? Today is a sixteen. Yeah. Thank you. Looking pretty, you awesome. Thank yeah. you, Katie. Thank you. I hope we have the pleasure again. Yeah, me too. Seriously, that'd be amazing. I would be delighted as well. And maybe then you'll have some more peeks into what you Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah, maybe we'll have some an update by then. That would be fantastic. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Happy Friday, dear. Yeah, happy Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Take now. care. Drive safe. I will, dear.